0: what's up dirtbags welcome to episode 195 of the midwest angler podcast my name is scott Sturman, and i'm joined as always by my buddy matt deitch what's
1: going on dude uh i'm doing great a little tired a little tired a little tired a little cold yeah yeah <laughs> that temp outside is really starting to you know show its uh show its face yeah it's i don't know what the sense. hell's going on but uh um yeah it uh We've got freezing temps, Matt. We do. We have freezing temps. I mean, you can definitely tell it's a big difference compared to just a week ago. Oh, no doubt about I it. I mean, a week ago we were sweating outside, and now it's just like you got to bundle up and do all that stuff. So yep. I can always tell when the change comes uh, just from walking the dog in the evening. Old. Oh, I thought you meant like in your joints because oh, you're no, old. Oh, no, I'm not that old yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bullshit. On, you're bl- I'm you're I'm not, blue cheese. I'm not, I'm not a Nebraska rancher, so yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell the weather changed. Oh, shots the, fired at all the Nebraska ranchers. Yeah, no, nah, just the, guys. Just, just the older ones. Okay, okay.
0: No, I wouldn't think I'm not. Nope. All right. <laughs> uh, today's episode is brought to you by our good buddies over at the Dakota Angler. Uh, obviously this past weekend was the Dakota Angler ice Institute. And, uh, I can't help but to think that, uh, it was an incredible success. Uh, I, I, I'm going to speak for you, Matt, but, uh, um, Heck of a lot of fun, uh, incredible show. Uh, That's for sure. You know, a lot of people there, um, you know, a lot of personalities and and just, god dang it, everyone's just running around and smiling, besides Todd, you know, (laughs) Todd's just wondering, oh my gosh. I didn't see,
1: I don't know if I saw any of them, like, not ever moving. Oh, no, well, no. Well, Nick, yeah, I saw him sitting down quite a bit, but, you know, hey, gosh, no, tired. I know. Nick was hustling. I will,
0: I will not throw any no, shade at Nick. Donuts, he brought us donuts.
1: donuts. Sorry, Nick. My nope. apologies. No. Nope. And he says we have voices of angels. Yeah, I think he did say that, didn't yep,
0: he? Yep. So. Yeah. Hey, no, Nick, you heard it. I didn't say nothing bad about you. They were, they were all a bunch of hardworking fellas. They were. And they were. Yeah, I was going to say Todd's wife and, uh. Todd's daughter and yeah, all, all sorts daughter of people. Mom, there. Yeah, they yep, just had them all moving, flying around. So, uh, uh, we are going to talk a lot. Uh, we're going to talk at length about the Dakota Angler Ice Institute, uh, uh, a little bit later in the show. But, uh, first off, uh, we're going to talk about these cold temperatures. Uh, a lot of these local, uh, uh, small bodies of water and whatnot, uh, locked up solid and, um, there is not a whole lot of warm weather on the way uh kind of be interesting to see uh how the, you know, at, at the end of the 10-day forecast there's a couple days that are up over freezing but uh still freezing overnight and
1: uh it's kind of going to be interesting to see how this plays out for us yeah hopefully i mean at this point we might as well get ice right, right. on the lakes it's not like we're getting out in the boats anymore or anything like that so if it is going to make ice, we always talk about it. At least hopefully it, it makes good solid ice. We don't get one of those years where we get a little teaser where everything caps over and you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be on the ice early. And then it rains then, or something like that. And then, like then that. it gets warm and, and, yep. and, you know, you get some wind and everything opens back up. And then it's like, uh then we get some steady like 40 degree temperatures where it doesn't get below freezing. And then you, there you sit just waiting.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, hopefully we don't end up in purgatory um you know hopefully we don't get two inches and then get a pile of snow
1: that okaboji got a pile of snow today. yeah i saw that that i was seeing all these posts about people with you know snow and it's like well they they're not they don't live far from here it's like what's going on i Did saw you vehicles, see the storm yeah i saw vehicles coming into town that had snow all over them i'm like did I miss something? I don't know what the hell happened, but this morning I started
0: seeing some stuff on Facebook and, and Snapchat and whatnot about eight, 8 o'clock or something. So I went on uh, KELOLAND, uh radar, and it's like, where the hell did that storm come from <laughs> right. that it just floated right over top of us? Because, I mean, it was drifting, you know, west, uh, you know, southwest, and it was kind of going up to the northeast. Is that what they call a nor'easter? Right, i think no, that I was a nor'easter so. I, I yeah i think, think it was no it. bs Matt. i think
1: that's a big like storm out no, on the
0: east coast no that's yeah. a nor'easter what what All happened right. this morning
1: <laughs> doesn't that happen in april no
0: I'm it, it can happen whenever nor'e you can't control nor'easters so they're, they're just out of they yep they have their own nor'easter. yeah you get a nor'easter out on lake superior Ooh. <laughs> you know you ever heard sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald oh yeah yeah that, that was a nor'easter that came in no- November took him out the gales in November came early Yep. <clears throat> but uh is that that is it isn't it gales of November came early I believe so yeah it came splashing uh but anyways big nor'easter come through the upper midwest uh today I know it uh I know Todd Heitkamp so I'm basically a meteorologist yeah, you really and, uh, are but, uh, yeah, I don't know how the hell that thing Houdini'd right around Rock Rapids, Iowa, but we didn't get a speck of snow, and and apparently uh, uh, every place to the east of us got a good amount.
1: Well, that but, seems uh, like, a, even like rain during the summer this year, or the spring, it seems like everything will go north of us or south of us, and then all of a sudden it ends up east of us. It's like, how did it go all the way around us, and then, you know... I, 40 miles to the east, they just get a downpour.
0: The stuff that comes from the west, like it hits Sioux Falls, and I think that Sioux Falls, with as much concrete and and the temperature change and and everything, it kind of dissolves, and it goes right around us, and it gets over by dribbly, sibley Iowa, (laughs) and uh, it starts to get a little bit more, yeah, you know, gets a little bit more uh, sweat and and grease and whatnot over there, and now just actually like the Iowa Great Lakes, like all the duck ponds and whatnot over there. It kind of just builds right back up, you know. It, moisture makes moisture, and and I think that's what's going on. They're Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's science. It's it science. <laughs> but anyways, Matt, I've got a couple. Uh, I got a couple of trivia questions oh, for you. Um, you know, like like I said in the ten day forecast, um, this coming Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, uh, we've got lows five, eight, seven. I mean, single digit lows, teens as highs, and I mean. Uh, we we've really got the chance. I mean, l- legitimately, we can ice fish this weekend, right? I mean, we I, we right. could be ice fishing this weekend. We could find some small ponds and yep. stuff like that. Yep. and get on them. Yep. I'm not telling anyone that's listening to this to run out. I mean, you know, bring a spud bar, do a little research on where you're going, because with that being said, Matt Matt and I like driving up to the ice institute this past weekend. We would go by pond, locked up, locked up, locked up, and then all of a sudden you'd see that one random pond that's just wide open, like there ain't even a speck of ice even around the outsides, and it's yeah. just like, what the, what's going on what's with happening? that? Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know, but um, anyways, uh, I've got i I've got a couple of uh, uh, trivia deals here. Um, the coldest temperatures ever on record in Ooh. these three cities. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what year it was, because I I know you could never guess anything that crazy. but That's A uh, lot of numbers. Sioux Falls, January 19, 1970. 1970. That is the coldest day in history in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. January 19, 1970. And I know that was like your senior year of high school. It was. So um, yep. you I can, should know. I can
1: remember it quite well. Yeah. You know, we were lining up. Senior skip day, wasn't it? I think it was. Well, I don't know. I think that we were supposed to play basketball against Lake Benton that night, and Chris Bressler and I were supposed to go toe to toe in the post. So. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> right. That's right. But you couldn't get your horse started. Then go to school <laughs> in the morning.
1: That's right. So um, uh, let's see here. The coldest day ever in Sioux Falls um, negative 47 negative 36 negative 36 All which right. I right. I feel it. like I feel like we've been close we've, we've towed that close. line before right.
0: getting getting fairly close uh coldest day in history in Williston North Dakota oh man that one February 16 1936
1: 1936 huh? again I figured like lately it seems like every time you hear Williston on the on the TV it's like Always cold, like oh, yeah. extremely yeah. cold. Yeah. It's like um, poor faith, South Dakota. Right. Poor people of faith. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm going to go negative 53. Negative 50. You were negative, only three off on that negative one. Negative 50. Yep. That was
0: uh, Williston, North Dakota, February 16, 1936. Uh, negative 50. And uh, uh, the coldest day on record, I believe, that this is ever uh, in the state of Wisconsin. Cowderay, Wisconsin. Uh, I, I used to get into gin rummy uh, tournaments over there in Cowderay. Well, but, you won uh, a couple, I remember. I did. If I remember, I did. Ray. Yeah, yeah but I'd, I wasn't afraid to whoop up on a couple senior citizens <laughs> on gin rummy. Like, you, don't, you don't want none of this smoke. None. February 4, 1996. 1996, that was my uh, – I've. February 4, 1996. That was
1: my uh I've been like the I don't freshman, know if that was sophomore year.
0: Yeah, that was either my kindergarten or first grade <laughs> year. Honestly. Right. Kindergarten or first grade. Uh um, what do you think Cowderay Wisconsin got? It, it's it's not that. It, it's not any more it's not a whole lot more extreme than than no, Waldston right. was. I don't want you guessing negative 137 or something.
1: Um let's go negative 55 <sighs> I told you you freaking rat.
0: you were freaking cheating
1: before I did not look he, at this
0: I freaking had this notebook sitting here and he he's like looking over and and I I'm like even, I'm like hey are you cheating I'm like hey are you cheating and he's like no I didn't even see it I said would that work in your classroom if you saw some kid looking over at, at somebody else and you said hey are you cheating and no nah, I didn't I wasn't even looking yeah I bet and it was it was negative 55. Matt's a cheater.
1: No, I will Thank honestly, God I didn't
0: bet you anything.
1: I will honestly say I did not see the numbers. Mm-hmm. I and mean, if I do see the numbers, I you know I would have had them turned backwards anyways. Then I wouldn't have been so off on the Sioux Falls, South Dakota one.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Negative 55
0: in Cowderay, Wisconsin. And, uh, whew, it, you, you want to know what's really crazy? Right now, uh, I believe it's like 20, 27 outside in Rock Rapids, Iowa. Let me see, 28. You know what kind of, that's over an 80, nearly 85 degrees Swing. colder than what we're dealing with right now. And it's damn cold. It's butt cold out there. It's colder than a Minnesota well digger's ass out there right now.
1: <laughs> There's nothing like, like, we always talk about, like, those cold extreme temps. Yeah. And you totally forget what they're like until you finally get to one of those days during the winter. And it's just like, this is stupid. Yep. Like, this is just purely stupid stupid. It's like I don't want to do any one nice thing about it. It gives you an excuse to not have to go outside sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like
0: but it, that's always the day that you you
1: actually have something you you could, could do or it, would right. go it's do. Like I got nothing yep. going on this weekend. Yeah, maybe, I could go, maybe fishing. I go like, ice yeah, fishing. Yeah. Oh, what's let's, let's look at the forecast. Oh, it's supposed to be negative <laughs> 40. Um yep, that's How right. it goes. And we're not that hard on our gear.
0: So so I I just I just dropped the colder than a Minnesota well digger's ass. You ever heard any other good ones like that? That that my Not buddy like that my one? my buddy Ace used to always say that. He said that he said that a guy that he used to haul he used to haul hog crap uh you know in big big manure tanks and uh he said that dude that he was was working with always used to say that. But we always used to say colder than a witch's tit.
1: Yeah, that's what we always said
0: too. I don't know how cold a witch's tit is, or
1: what that, <laughs> why
0: that even makes sense. But uh, the best one ever is hot. Hotter than a goat's ass in a one. pepper patch. <laughs> that's a funny one. That's, I don't that's, care who yeah, you are. You're always going to
1: laugh at that <laughs> yep. one, yeah, no you, matter what. Even if doesn't heard matter it doesn't it, if you're a fifth grader or 70-some yep. yep. years old. You're going to get going when you say that one. Yep. I like that I one. I really feel like we're starting to lose, like, those sayings. Like, like you want to learn some of those sayings. You've got to go sit down at the coffee, like, with the old fellas A oh, witty coffee.
0: 75, 80-year-old. Right.
1: Yep. I mean, those guys – the quick-wittedness of it, just the things that they come up with, the old-time sayings. Now, some of them that they... Some of the old sayings that you might hear might not be quite PC anymore. Right, but... <laughs> right.
0: Now, like, I, I used to work with this dude named John Papp at, at the Culligan back when I was Culligan Man. And uh, he... W- God dang it. He would always come up with those. and And he, like, wouldn't even crack a smile when he was saying it. Like, he... I mean... He he was so he was so witty. It was so good. But when I was a Culligan man, we also used to go down to Sunshine back when they had a deli, yeah. and about every single day at three o'clock, we'd go down there and drink coffee with the old timers. And you want to talk about like you you know like gr- grumpy old men, oh, like yeah. the dudes that like actually like love each other, like best friend love, but like. They they're mean to each other. Like that's those dudes down there. Like yeah, well, I mean I know. you that is a freaking cutthroat. I mean, those dudes like they are they're
1: witty, they're mean, they you know, like and you ain't gonna thing, you ain't gonna pull no crap down there. And the best thing about it is like they might get pissy with each other one day and you might say something to piss the one off and they're just like, Oh, fine, the hell with you and they might leave. <laughs> But guess what? Next day, yep, they're right yep. back. Exactly. they right back down there, and exactly. you're bsing like it never happened again.
0: Yep, and then then you're just hoping that you can go after the other guy, you know, right. and some some other dude Deflected. gets the, gets the fire than today. But uh, no, dang those it, those guys are kind of
1: like the original podcasts Like,
0: oh, that's exact. If if I could have freaking brought bat down a computer down to Sunshine Foods and put it in between those dudes, the the Sunshine boys. On on an average like Thursday afternoon at three o'clock. A spe- yeah, Thursday or Friday, like leading up to a football game, yep. you'd get some of the Whitey Drenth. Yeah. I mean Whitey Drenth knew all the stats,
1: knew everything mm-hmm. and I mean Well they even called themselves like what? The Sunshine Boys. Sunshine Boys, yeah. yeah everybody yeah. knew it too. Yep. I mean I mean you know it's a big deal when like the local newspaper around like christmas time would always advertise like this sunshine boy is going to be there yep, on a thursday yep. this sunshine yep. boy is going to be in on friday afternoon yep, yep, you like, get
0: whitey drenth moon fault louis steam block
1: <laughs> like the oh best yeah. yep. the best like just the the most badass sons of guns and that's just like sometimes you go into some of them bait shops and like oh yeah, some old timers yeah. would be sitting yeah. in there and it's like yeah let's listen to some of these stories yep because there's nothing better than fish stories oh yeah
0: yeah that's like you know i i worked two weekends go down at the stands ice event and and uh, the iowa great lakes fishing club i believe great lakes fishing club i don't even remember what it is but uh they had a bunch of dudes in there and cow dang it you know just just talking smart you know frying up fish and you know flipping each other crap yep yep you know it uh no one's safe in in a circle like that but uh i don't know it uh pretty sweet but uh do, 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 yeah. do, do. i suppose moving, moving on, on uh ice institute Let's time right
1: institute little recap of the ice institute recap
0: of the show um i'll start off uh you know we didn't get a ton of time to go walking around uh we did uh was that Friday before the show? Did we get our booth set up, and then did we kind of we make a quick one lap? lap?
1: We made one lap, and everybody that – all the other vendors had already pretty much got their stuff set up, and most of them weren't there. They were all grabbing a bite to eat before right. the show really started.
0: Did you see anything that, uh, that that really kind of blew you away? That really that, jumped that, out at me?
1: Um, it, it, I don't th- – those lithium batteries always just right. are super cool. And then when they had the one – you know, the big one there for the trolling motor, how light those things really are, just still just amazes me when I think about taking my batteries in and out of my boat and right. lugging them heavy things around, how really cool those lithium batteries are. But uh, the price has
0: come down. I mean, right. it oh, wasn't yeah. that long ago, and you needed to be that $2 billion jackpot Powerball winner <laughs> in order to put lithium batteries. I'm even am going one your, lithium battery. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you freaking put a second mortgage on your house to... to put a lithium battery in your vexilar but uh it i i believe i saw on amped outdoors i think brian brosdahl did a um did a video with amped outdoors and i want to say that they had a five or seven amp hour battery for like 67 bucks or something something like like that that, yeah i mean then that's basically double what you can buy the the regular lead acid ones you know so as as that technology comes on as there gets to be more different companies in the industry you know they've got to be competitive and that price is coming down and that's that's good for us the consumers yeah definitely um other things that i saw that heat
1: hog was cool
0: i i didn't i i wish i would have taken more time and gone over there and really looked at it because right i mean there, there definitely was a
1: buzz around it yeah uh, i think you they know? sold out all of their like their mid-range ones like okay. the little sunflower one that goes on the single propane like the single one pound tank yep like, yep like the, like the little buddy, I think, is yep, what it would have yep. been comparable to. They still had some of those left, and then they still had a few of those big, big ones left. But like those single burner style ones like this, the big buddy heater type, they, uh, they sold out of those like, I think by Saturday morning or something really? like that. Now, so. I
0: mean, like I said, there was definitely a buzz around it. Um, my wife's cousin came over and said, Hey, what do you know about those heat hogs? And I told her, I don't know a damn thing. And, uh, she said, well, she's, I, I think she ended up buying one. Uh, I, I believe that the big selling point is that it, it tilts, it tilts. Yep. It, you it, know, it, you're not just heating your boots for say you could, right. Or you, you could do, push so that. Then,
1: so then you don't have to set it up on like a, milk crate or a five gallon pail to get that heat coming at you you can kind of direct the heat uh, where you wanted it Uh, another cool thing about it is the propane tank was protected it was like enclosed so i think that's supposed to kind of you know eliminate some of the frost on there uh, the tank getting cold maybe it lasts longer i don't know i believe
0: that they said it lasted 50 percent longer and and would that make sense that with uh uh
1: with keeping that uh, that propane tank, uh, a little bit warmer. It might last a little, yeah. I suppose that makes sense that it would last longer.
0: Well, yeah. I'm just wondering like, you know, when, when it gets cold, I suppose it, uh, um, you know, everything gets more dense. And so if, I don't know if it's kicking more out there,
1: I don't, I don't know the science behind that, but. And, and I don't know, every time you and I walked over to the MC, to MC, the seminars, you'd walk by those sleeper houses and those things are just it's nuts what they're like and yeah your wife still doesn't know that you bought one of those well, right no not yet yeah that's badass she won't eat she won't badass
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just keeping it over at hokoboji and yep yeah. no uh how about um, you what did you i mean just a little bit that we walked around i i will say that i i still find it crazy you know uh uh friday night you know, first thing Saturday morning, you know, that the show, the show doors open and 10, 15 minutes later, it's Garmin unit. Garmin, Garmin unit? Yeah, right? Garmin unit? Hey, can we, Garmin can we set, unit?
1: Can we set this here while we do some more shopping? Yeah. We, we had
0: a Garmin unit yeah. in the booth for a little while. Wow, that was
1: badass. That was, it was badass, but, was uh, tempting to take it out and start trying it.
0: Yep. So. But, uh, no, it just, uh, that, I don't know. I, I I still think that that's crazy, you know. And and not a knock on Garmin, but you walk by of what is the Garmin booth, and I do that in parentheses. I mean, there's not big signs. Nope. There's not. You know. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those deals that it's like we got what y'all want come yep. on over like you know i we don't need big signs exactly we don't need flashing right. lights we right yep. we got what you want right here we got the hookup yep so. it don't hell i mean todd todd would be better off to put them right by the dang door well i guess no he, they, he uh, needs
1: yeah. to put them like right in the middle so you got to go through walk everything, by every, everything you you want it to be the farthest thing yeah. from the door you <laughs> yeah. got to
0: walk by everything else but uh no it's uh it's uh, incredible how many how many units that they move there. And, uh, um, you know, with that, uh, you know, that's another 50, 60, 70, 80. I don't know how many units Todd had there, but uh, that's uh, another, I mean, we'll say at least 50 Garmin yeah. Live Scopes that are going to yeah. be out on the ice, you know, in our area this year. And, and that I mean, I'm sure Shields is selling them, uh, you know, whatever other bait shops in the area are carrying them. You know they're they're probably selling them too, uh, but uh, get your binoculars ready to follow the guys with the life scope. That's right, that's <laughs> right. If you see me out there, just
1: come on over. I'll just we'll just hang out. How Talk annoying! Smart. How annoying would it be? You know, well, you have a live scope, but uh, imagine you didn't have one anymore, and you were out there fishing, and somebody rolled up by you with a live scope, and they were telling you every time like we're giving like razzing you like oh you missed <laughs> yep, that one yep, oh, yep. Uh, oh, uh, there, no, no. oh come on <laughs> sucks to <does> suck <laughs> you should do that sometime you know if we were beer drinkers get get a 12 pack and just go out there and sit there and put it down there and watch people catch fish or miss fish and cheer for them
0: it's, it's kind of like those guys that go and sit at the boat so like yep. emerson bay boat ramp at Okaboji, just to watch people struggle on fourth of july <laughs> like yeah, it's an asshole thing to do, but is it nonstop entertainment? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Is. I'd I'd be pissed off if a dude came with a live scope and, and set it up next to me because anyone who's ever fished with me knows I go by one motto, hook sets are free. That's right. <laughs> if if it's in the area, I'm I'm setting the hook. Peeling drag or nothing. Yep, you better believe it. They're I'm, all drag peelers. Yep. And that, that's the best. And
1: everyone, the the first time I ever fished with somebody. I think somebody, we all get sore of necks fishing with you. Yeah. Because every time you set the hook in, into a fish, Zzzz. we all like, boom, quick, look over there. Like, oh, it's yep. a big one. Yep.
0: And <laughs> and four-inch bluegill. Four-inch bluegill. Nothing nothing to see here, boys. Your your drag was screaming. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know.
1: Don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I like the fight. I yep. love the fight. But, but uh, no, like walking around there, it was i mean the show was yeah set up real nice yeah, i wish to it, get around
0: i wish i would have gone over there and took a let, look at the heat hogs uh i wish um i wish i would have spent a little bit more time uh going over to uh some of the custom rod builders that were over in the arena, arena just to, right, just to kinda you know just at to them. look it all over i um, trying to think of what else i really saw that that really stuck out to me that uh well i thought it was kind of cool they had that one uh ice house share or whatever yeah like, yeah that like, was interesting we got you, a business card for them and right at some can, point in time we'll have to talk to talk about that a little
1: bit more i think it's like you can put your almost like a timeshare like an airbnb oh is that what it is I, or something like that and or maybe it's a timeshare i don't know. i don't I didn't know. really look at it that close but like people could put their like if they have ice shack up in northern minnesota and you no, know, they're not going to use it for a weekend. They can put it online for rental, and I really like that idea. Right, that's what I mean. You can I go. I really there like and, that idea.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've still like, God dang it, so badly. I want to go out and spend the night in a permanent ice shack.
1: Yeah, I want to do it again too. It's been a long time since I have. So. Yeah,
0: I, 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 want to bring Grady to go and do it. And, yep, and uh, I don't know. I, I saw. I don't even. I'm. I'm not gonna throw out the name, but I think it's like First City Guide Service has like a big old son of a gun, like a thirty footer or something, that uh, was was for rent, and I think they're all booked up already. And I was like, God dang it, you know, It'd be fun to get me and Grady and you know maybe Craggy and Trevor and and you and Ramrod, my brother, and you know just get a, I don't know, get a group of eight dudes just to spend a long weekend in a just in see an what ice happens. shack. I mean, yep. by by day two with ramrod in there you're going to want to be off the ice but you know then then at least you're you're not like golly i wish i would have gone seven days that's that's the thing you know i can't afford seven days so that's why you bring ramrod along because by day three it's like you know what that was long enough that was long enough it felt like 17 (laughs) but no uh uh, i don't know yeah i definitely uh we just stayed so stinking busy we really did you we know, really did when when we weren't in the booth talking uh you know ice rod contest and whatnot uh hanging out with uh you know all the dudes over at the clam booth
1: uh you know we were over and seminars and and, and you uh, know obviously we it was our booth so we could have walked away and went and did stuff but it didn't it doesn't do any justice to ourselves and our booth there because i mean there, it, there was steady traffic right there and you know, yep. with the rod contest going on, I mean, you wanted to sit there and talk to the people and help explain what, you know, what it, what, what what we it had going. Yeah, because because a lot of people, even after we explained it, still didn't still right. didn't get it. <laughs> we got but, a lot uh, of people that would just put their names and their phone numbers on the piece of paper and not even vote for a rod and just right. throw it in the bucket. So yeah, but mm-hmm. we we had a hell of a lot of people that would come up and they were
0: really eyeing those rods. And you'd ask them, you know, yeah, just you know, write your name number and. Whatever rod you want, and uh, we'll uh, we'll draw at the end of the week. Well, what do you need my number for?
1: Well, to call you in case we draw you. No, nope, they they weren't they weren't
0: in for that. No way. Uh,
1: I think there I was a lot of them that thought we were trying. Like there was an angle. There was some type of like yeah like, like we were trying like to sell
0: an extended car warranty or
1: or matt was going to send a dick pic or something like that and that wasn't <laughs> what was going on guys god dang it yeah it's taken me a long time to put all those numbers into my yeah <laughs> into my phone so yeah. <laughs> nope but uh <laughs> um well i i
0: honestly I, I guess i guess maybe it's wrong but uh we we pulled out calvin grovner's uh Uh, deal we didn't even need his dang number because he was was over at the striker booth he came running over and uh i took that bucket full of names and i walked right over to the trash can and threw them all away so somebody in a landfill might be pulling out numbers but uh um yeah that that is what it was that is what it was and and you know we didn't want to spend a whole lot of time out of the booth in case you know there there were people that were there just to that one uh, to, just to see us and yeah, if they go walking by i mean granted we did have a sign that said hey dirtbags uh um over we're, the we're over at the seminar room but um yeah people people certainly didn't read that you weren't supposed to be picking up the rods, so i'm sure that they didn't had no clue that we were over in the seminar room but uh whatever it was uh it was an absolute riot uh with the booth um uh yeah i don't know we'll well, I mean, let, let, let's talk a little bit about our booth. Uh, for those of you guys that, uh, that weren't there, um, we had a 10 foot by 10 foot booth. Uh, I believe it was like a three foot by eight foot table that kind of made the front of our booth and that worked out absolutely perfect, uh, for the rod, um, display rack that I had built. Uh, we had 11 rods from four different states. Um, and, uh, yeah, it uh, it worked out really nice. We could put our plaques up there. We could put yep. a bunch of business cards. Put all the votes up there. We had room for a five gallon pail next to it. Uh, you could write down whatever, um, you know, whatever your vote was. Throw it in the pail, and uh, then we ended up bringing an- another table to set in the back uh, Thursday or uh, Thursday. Saturday and Sunday morning, we had Freedom Brew going. Ooh, uh, we had a couple shirts there for sale. Not as many as what we probably should have, but uh, we did have a couple. Uh, we had a couple hats, and uh, um, no, it was it was fun. It was fun. I, I think our booth uh, had just enough. We, we were in the perfect location. We really were. Yep. You know, the clam booth was was kind of across the hall, you know, a little bit diagonal from us. Um, HT ice fishing products was right next to us um eskimo was kind of uh, in it's front of us off to the around. right um and uh then off to our left was uh um just a spot where they were storing empty boxes and whatnot so uh
1: so um, people so in that aspect people couldn't see us so they couldn't avoid us yeah. And they come walking around, and they're like, oh, they're right there. So huh? The
0: element of surprise. Ah, By the time boom. they got to us, there was no
1: getting away from us. Well, and you know, you had a couple bar stools that you, you we brought, four bar, bar stools along, a couple for us to sit on, and then we kind of posted them up on the outside of it where, you know, people people working at the show – a lot of times we get a little tired and just wanna come up there and just Who are you break. talking about in particular? I, I just I I'm, I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about in particular. Oh we had a lot of people come up and post up on those things, but I do gotta say it was it was pretty sweet, pretty cool to have Mr. Dave Gens come up there and just you know take a load off for a while and just sit there and chat with us that was absolutely incredible friday
0: night we're, we're just hanging out we're talking ice rods whatever and all of a sudden dave Gens is sitting at our booth bar stool right outside of our booth and i'm sitting here thinking in my head like there are other brands here that would literally give thousands of dollars to come have dave Gens just post up at their booth yep. and uh uh yeah how incredible is that He's and then you know i mean, you know, one thing about it, like you try not to fanboy, you right. try not to fanboy. It's like, you know, you know, come on, Scott, grow up, you know, act, act like you're supposed to be here, you know, whatever. But I, I mean, I, I still can't help it, you know, like it, it, it wasn't that long ago when I walked through those, through those, uh, um, trade shows and whatnot. And, and you'd see the Brian bros dolls and the Dave Genzes and, and, uh, you know, Brad Hawthorne and, and just all these dudes. And it was like, wow, you know, like you were almost afraid to go up and talk to him. Oh, exactly. you know, almost afraid to go up and talk to him. And, and, you know, you you almost thought of them as like being above human. I mean, it was, it's, it's, it's honestly crazy. And, and here this weekend, I mean, we've got this opportunity to MC the seminars and, and we're in there, you know, up, up in front of the the crowd, you know, opening up for Brad Hawthorne, you know, I mean, we're literally walking up and shaking his
1: hand, and you know, saying, "Hey, man, you know, you know what like, the seminar on? You know, okay, you know, just getting information from him and just kind of like just going back and forth with him.
0: And he's talking to us like we're normal human beings. We're talking to him like you know, I we mean, all are, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, that's just <laughs> but, it. Like but in you your know.
1: mind, and you know, we all kind of put him up there, like, yeah. I mean, even to ha- not even having like Dave i mean i, I calling him dave you know and stuff like that coming and sitting at our booth just all the guys that would just come by right and just oh yeah out, don cox and, 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 and craig and, yeah and jason durham and uh i mean just everybody i yep. mean it's it's just it was just really cool to have a lot of those guys we we got to talk to a lot of our past guests this weekend yeah yeah like, yep. you know that we've never really met in person and all of a sudden it's just like oh you know hey how's it going you know and yep. they were able to kind of get to know us on a personal level i mean like you said bros doll we've, yep, we've we've had him, had, had him on the we've show had him on the show so it's talking to him uh yeah so it was just really cool
0: it was it was and and uh you know like i said you you try not to fanboy you try to uh, whatever but but
1: as cool as all that was for us it was even cooler how many times we'd be sitting there all of a sudden people would come walking up and be like there's those dirt bags and yep. stuff oh, like yeah. that i mean you yep. that was really cool yep uh,
0: there was god dang it man there was a lot of freaking midwest angler podcast hats a lot of midwest angler podcast shirts coming by and uh uh that you know that just
1: people. That's, that's just pretty people, cool feeling, dude. Right. Just like, people walking cool by saying, "Hey, I really, I really like your show, guys. Just keep it up and stuff." And We're like, "Well, get over here, talk with us, you know, yep. and sit there and uh, just all the great comments. We had a lot of people that, you know, said they loved what we were doing to keep it up, and that's like so encouraging to hear. Yep. I yep. mean, that's why we do this show. Um, it's just really, really nice of people that, that they came up and you know complimented us like they did.
0: Yep. And and you know, I mean I I suppose just the same as as you know like what we think of of Dave Gens and and you know whatever. And Dave and Brian Brosdell are like, you know, easy dudes, just a regular guy. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, you know the people come up and and they want to shake our hands because they listen to us every single week and it's like, "All right, guys, just regular dudes. You know, yep. like you've got a job. You're you're yeah. a teacher. I've got a job. I ship stuff ups like drive regular freaking trucks like we're doing this in my basement and and you know that once again you just realize that this whole entire fishing industry is just regular men and women that all just share a same passion and uh you know some some people just you know a little bit more in onto the promotional and marketing side of things and and you know End Everybody up being on niche, podcasts man. more. Yeah. End up being on YouTube videos more. Um, end up, you know, doing TV shows. It, I don't know. It, it's all. It it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it really is. Um, speaking of which, I know I didn't I didn't even talk about this, but we got a little bit of a late start on uh, <laughs> Friday, getting up to getting up to the uh, um, Ice We've Institute. Uh originally I kinda said, you know, ah, you know, I'm gonna take off, you know, nine, nine thirty. And uh then Matt's like, hey, you know it works out best for me to uh, you know, take off, you know, ten, ten thirty. Yeah, ten, ten thirty. We had no reason to be there any any sooner. Uh um we were meeting one rod builder at eleven thirty or something, uh somewhere in Sioux Falls and Sure as crap, wouldn't you know it, my brother Ricky? big buck slayer goes out and decides that he needs to shoot himself a deer on friday morning gives me a call and uh if, if anyone knows my brother rick uh you know he doesn't exactly hunt next to the parking lot he he has a tendency to find the biggest gnarliest freaking farthest away spot he possibly can and uh Yeah, that's where he decided to shoot one and just a freaking goofball deer. It's got one really nice side. I don't know how big it would go but I mean a good it'd be a good respectable 140 inch deer or whatever and uh, the other side uh, has like two freaking long daggers coming out of it and then like not a drop tine. We're talking a drop club. It is. It's like if you would cut a baseball bat in half and, <laughs> and exactly dip it upside what, down. Yep,
1: that's what it exactly like looks like a freaking
0: hockey stick or something. Yeah. It's it's goofy and it has freaking little flyers coming off the drop club and it's got a hole in it. Hole in it, like somebody shot it with a twenty-two. I don't know what it's all got going, but uh, it was incredible and and there was no way in hell I wasn't going out there to freaking help him help him do that. A because I know. Uh, I wouldn't want to be sitting down there having to, having to wheel that thing out. But, uh, B, I just, I got to go and get my eyes on it. You know, yep. that
1: that's just all part of it. Well, and one nice thing is that he sent the picture to you, to you of it right in there dead. So it's just like, you knew yep. that it's no like, track job, no track job. <laughs> no I can job.
0: Yeah. He calls me. He's like, I already got the thing gutted. All I need is help dragging this thing out. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> So no, it was, uh, it was a heck of a lot of fun, but, uh, uh, we were supposed to be meeting Justin Carlson at uh, 11.30, and uh, I, I don't think we left Rock Rapids until damn near 11.30. Right, it was somewhere around there. Yep, and, and we knew it, you know, we knew that we had to get that deer up and out of there. We drove back to Rock Rapids, I quick showered, uh, you know, threw some clothes on, got uh, Matt's pickup loaded. And, uh, turned around and headed up to Sioux Falls with, with plenty of time to spare, plenty of oh, time yeah, to spare, we but we did have to meet Justin over his lunch break. Uh, he works at a body shop in Sioux Falls. And so we had to meet him over his lunch break and, and we did, uh, he actually gave us not only the bullet rod, uh, which, which was a, a freaking crowd pleaser, but, uh, he also gave us the, uh the panfish dead stick uh custom rod that we ended up giving away at the end off the drawing and uh so two rods from justin carlson we can't say thank you to him enough for uh for that and and uh hell we had another guy that donated two rods too, one for the contest and then he found out that they what they were all going to and all of a sudden one morning we show up and there's another dang rod sitting there
1: so can't beat that neither uh we're gonna make a lot of damn money for that boys club. We are. I mean these are I'm some, talking about. These are some awesome rods and they're gonna they're gonna bring a lot of money for a great cause. So yep. Yeah. Um we're gonna quick give a rundown of
0: of these rod builders. Uh I believe that they um they should get uh to, do doo That one's for you, Scott Mockantoon. But uh, um we've got uh um Rod A was a purple rod. Um a lot of people really liked that rod. Uh, um, it had a, uh, um, it it had those uh, rubber rod bands on it, but uh, they he had he had actually carved it out, and so they sat flush in there. Real real pretty nice rod, but that was uh, Josh Bible out of Pier, yeah. uh, Andrew Saboda, S- S- Sadoba Saboda uh nebraska guy um he ended up giving us two rods uh, so we say thank you to him uh don cox got that one uh, lined up for us uh owen mcbride the winner of the people's choice young dude from up by champ. that's right young dude from up by watertown uh, apparently hasn't been building rods that long but uh really cool wood handled rod um and and then uh, a, a nice a nice rod on top of it uh um, you know, hadn't had some, had some thread work on it, cool blue colors. And, uh, um, he kind of, you know, well, I, I shouldn't say he ran away with it. It, it was a rather That's close vote, but, uh, he, I mean, he kind of had a lead the whole entire time and you could just kind of tell that there was a lot of people when they would walk up that, uh, that is one of the rods that really caught their eyes. They, they'd see that handle, they'd see the blue and, and they liked it. Yep. Um, Joe Thody. Uh, i'm i'm assuming i'm pronouncing that right it could be tody but uh, another nebraska guy really cool green rod uh, wrote dirt bags on it and had a midwest angler podcast logo on it uh, very very cool that's another one our buddy don cox uh, got lined up for us cody magnuson uh you know both of them, matt and i pretty familiar with cody's work and uh, he does some really cool marbling he he doesn't do as much of the threading he he He's got a. When you see it, you know it's Cody's rods. Uh, he always really awesome cork work, yep. and and has a really cool marbling through it. Real functionality. Yeah, yep. this was a really cool uh, kind of a, a copper and gold and black rod. I really liked that rod. It was it was That's badass. Yep. It's a sweet rod. Dan Gay, uh, Dan's a guy that uh, that I've met uh, through fishing some bluegill tournaments over at Okaboji. Um, I think he's. God, I I forget every single time, but I think it's the Hartley Melvin Sanborn area. Um but uh really cool uh yellow rod. Uh um he made a really cool handle, yeah, epoxy awesome handle on there. Yep. But uh uh next Connor Van Hill, big blue rod, nice split grip, handle on it, another one, uh another young dude from up in Watertown and uh uh Connor Van Hill was right there in the runnings too. He
1: uh yep. you know, he I don't know, people there was a lot. There was a lot of Watertown people, like people from the Watertown area or Watertown, at this show this week. No doubt about it. Every time you, we'd always be like, "Hey, where are you from? Oh, Watertown, Watertown, or up by Watertown." It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> nothing you, happening in Watertown today. i so. down in
0: a Greyhound bus or what? <laughs> but uh, uh, no, not really cool. Rod up there from yep. Connor Van Hill, uh, Justin Carlson. He made the 50 cal bullet rod. Uh, you know. The, the crazy part about it is I can't believe how many people didn't notice it. They'd cast their vote and then all of a sudden be like, oh, I didn't realize that there was a bullet on right. that one. And and there was also plenty of people that, you know, well, that'd get cold on your hand. Well, this was for visuals and, and, you know, whatever. I get it. I get it both ways. You know, some people, you know,
1: they want to know what they can fish with. And, and you know, that probably wouldn't be the best thing to fish with. Whatever. Well, it, it, it kind of goes like with you and I sometimes. You know, you... Are collecting these custom rods because they're like works of art for you and stuff like that and i have the mentality of when i go up and grab something like that i mean if they look cool and all that stuff i i admire the way they look but i'm always like kind of got that mind like well if i'm not going to use it to fish then why would i right and why I would, would i get it yeah i so, would prefer it didn't right you know? exactly yeah, so yeah.
0: so uh 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 Jim Gerard uh Jim made of s- freaking super cool yeah, that rod Yeah was pretty
1: cool. yep but uh, it would have s- been better would have been black col- and gold, but
0: No doubt about it he would have won then I would have saw to it, but <laughs> uh, no SDSU colors and and you know just the same as Josh Bible had that uh uh, the purple rod Jim's rod being SDSU colors, you know, th- there was, there was some strategy to that oh, yeah. because, you know, there was people that come up and they'd see that purple rod and they'd go like, Ooh, Ooh Vikings, Vikings, Rod yeah. A, or it'd be like, Ooh, Jackrabbits, Rod I, <laughs> you yeah. know, th- there was a lot of that. And, uh, um, you know, Jim, Jim had a lot of votes. Jim was, uh, you know, really, really awesome rod, uh, our buddy Biggie. Uh, our buddy buddy biggie Biggie. came through with a with a really unique handle on his Uh, i had some clear epoxy on it and and it was an attention
1: grabber it sure was a lot of people would come up and they would notice that right away and be like wow i like that handle you know and that's pretty badass And and it was like it is and you know even like a lot of reputable rod builders would come up and really admired the work on that handle yep yep and and you know biggie's not a guy that that no builds a ton of rods uh
0: you know just a listener to the of the show uh you know a supporter of the club for boys and uh you know i think biggie was like you know hey if they're going to have this contest i'm going to enter and, and we appreciate him for doing it uh, um you know it it was cool rod it was an attention grabber and you know got got a lot of votes so uh, that, that was cool. Uh, last but not least, uh, Alan Kitchler. I think Alan is from up... Uh, like Zimmerman, Minnesota or something Yeah, I don't like know. Where is that? Is that north of the cities? Is that believe, south of the cities? I
1: think it might be. It's right in that metro area. Okay. okay. So probably like right next to New Prague or something like that. It's right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, pro- uh, probably a little bit farther. He might be a football throw away from Target Field where Mockintoon is a baseball throw away. So... I I can't
0: throw a baseball very far. Uh, you looking it up right now, Zimmerman? Uh, yep.
1: Zimmerman is... Is there also a city in Minnesota called, like, Zumbroda? Oh, yeah. God, that's Zimbrota's fun to say. That's by, fun as hell to it's say. North, Zimmerman is
0: north of the cities. North of the cities? Yeah. Basically Canada, really. Anything north uh, of the cities is basically Canada. Anything north of Laverne. But... Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, Alan Kitchler. He ended up winning Judge's choice and, and a super badass rod split uh split grip and um uh really, really cool thread work. Uh Denver Broncos colors, which I think, you know, uh there there's plenty of Broncos fans in South Dakota, so I'm sure that helped him a little bit too. But uh really really neat uh thread work uh you know checkers i don't know what the hell y'all call it i'm not that much of an expert but uh um when you see that one you know it's like wow you know that one that one took some time and and there was a lot of guys you know a lot of 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 good rod builders that came through and and you could see that they looked at that that thread work and and it was like you know what that uh that, that took some time and so um yeah that was all 11 rods and uh Um, like I said, Owen McBride from Watertown, South Dakota came away with the people's choice and, uh, um, Alan Kitchler, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but, uh, uh, they, you got judges choice. Yep. And, and we, so we actually made a a Facebook post last night, uh, where we took a bunch of really good quality pictures of, of each rod and, and we posted it on there and, uh, we also tagged facebook uh, pages if we could yeah you know some you know dan gay spectacular rod builder I, I mean i'm sitting right here next to a bunch of rods that have had dan build me and uh um but he doesn't have a facebook page but it, it, if if you're interested in what dan has you know if you're in the northwest iowa uh area and and you're you, say you're not on facebook or or whatever um Reach out to us. Reach yeah, out to Matt or do. I, and we will put you in connection with these guys. I don't really want to go and throw their cell phone numbers around, whatever. But uh, um, if, if you reach out to us, and you're like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm from Northwest Iowa. I'm from the Okaboji area. You know, I've wanna wanna ride. You know, wanna I don't know. Probably a little late in the game, maybe to try for a Christmas present, but uh, it's possible. It's possible." But uh, um, reach out to us, and uh, we will get you in connection with these guys. Uh, I think I've got every single one of their cell phone numbers, Um, otherwise Facebook, Messenger, whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, get a hold of them, and uh, pretty badass Christmas present. Uh, You know, and probably a lot of these guys actually have rods probably yeah. You know, yep. done up and ready to rock too. Hmm. So so there's always that option too. Maybe you don't get the colors that you want. Maybe you don't really maybe you don't really care, but they can get you some pretty bright, cool colored uh rods and uh you Build it know the, to your
1: specifications, yeah. And the best part about it is ain't nobody else have it. Exactly right. That's what I love the most. But yeah, definitely, you know, check those guys out, check their work out and support them cuz I mean, we really are you know, in a debt of gratitude to those guys no for, doubt for everything they did for this contest. And it just doesn't end at the contest because in February, it's, it's going to be really incredible to see like what these rods bring out there at the hooked on hard water banquet.
0: Yep. Yep. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that's what it is all for, you know, it was all for that, uh, um, you know, to raise money for, uh, but but god dang it you know i mean we we drove traffic to our right. to our booth and and so i mean for, a, for us a, it's
1: like you really can't lose right There was a lot of people that would have just kept on walking by our booth but then we'd be like hey you know hey come on you, you, have you voted but Have you, you know? voted and they'd be like voted for what you know and that's when people would be like no i'm not interested it's like no we're not trying to sell you a rod or anything all you got to do is vote which one do you think looks the coolest and throw your name in the hat even if you didn't want a chance to win the free ride you could still vote like if you did not want to put your phone number down there you could still just vote fair enough and put your put the number but just know that if you would we would have drawn your name you would not have got drawn for the you know got the rod but uh i i mean i
0: can't help but to think that there's a couple of rods there that are gonna go well over five hundred dollars oh i and you know i firmly believe that could close in on on four figures I mean, when you sit down and you think about that on eleven rods, you know, say say it even averages two hundred dollars. Well, that's you know, that's two thousand bucks. Right. You know, can't beat that. Not at all. Can't beat that. Not at so, all. Um, you know, and and with that being said too, we had a lot of guys that came up to us and and talked about you know when when looking at these rods, like oh wow, you know that would take a lot of time to to do that. And and that's a guy that, you know, spent a day working on a rod just to send to us, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and not just days, but, or not just a day, but days, evenings, you know, whatever, a lot of time goes into these rods and, and, uh, for them just to turn around and donate to us, uh. Uh, we we can't say thank you enough. Yeah. It, w- without the rod builders, we don't have a rod contest, plain exactly and simple. Right. Exactly right. And then you're
1: just stuck with just then us. You're just staring at our ugly rods. <laughs> yeah. Don't and nobody maybe, want maybe that. Maybe some coffee, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. That's about all we had. That was our backup plan. If the rod yep. thing didn't work, at least we had the coffee. Yep.
0: And it was a hit. It, it was. was a hit. It was. We had a lot of people come up and uh uh the the best part about it was, you know, Saturday morning the, you know, plenty of people were coming over. You know, we're fueling up coffee for Gen and whatnot. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are coming over. And then all of a sudden, like at the end of the day, people are walking by and it's like, hey, you, you guys have coffee in your booth? Like, yeah, we had coffee in our booth all day. Really? Yep. Oh, man, I was really wanting some coffee, huh? Well, you couldn't smell it when you walked by. I'm like, oh, I'll be back tomorrow. And, and then they did, you know, Steph yep. Lawson was coming over all the time getting some coffee and, uh I don't know. It was it was fun. I I a I just loved
1: having coffee in the booth because if I didn't have my coffee I would die. And I and, uh, you know, as much as I'm not a coffee drinker. You like the smell? I love the smell of coffee. Oh yeah. And I mean it, there's just something about it sitting there. It's yeah. like you can smell it. I don't know like if it like brings you back to like s- like sitting at your grandparents' place yep. or you know, just something oh, yeah. like that. It's just Something about Is that, it. what
0: they call nostalgic. I like, think so. You it kind of little, just, yeah. yeah,
1: got a little nostalgic right there. Yeah, so, uh, how, how many times have you tried to drink coffee? I've tried it quite a few times. I tried it the other day. in the I booth. know, I was just like, I poured myself a little bit, and I was like, you got to go five uh, days in a row. I know,
0: five days in a row. The first time, you're going to be like, oh my oh. god, that sucks. Second day okay. you're going to be like, "Oh man, that isn't any good." Third day it's like, oh, I don't know really why anyone would want to do that." And then all of a sudden it's like, "Yeah, you know, it, it's I not to, as bad."
1: I, I think I need to start smoking cigarettes. Oh, you better
0: <laughs> freaking believe it, man. But then it doesn't
1: taste so bad, you know.
0: <laughs> I I was so pissed off at work today. I told my dad on the way back from lunch, I'm like, "Swing into PNP. I'm getting myself a freaking pack of cigarettes." And I said, "You know, I think the last time I had a Cigarette, I was uh, on my bachelor party and I got two drags in freaking realized that it tasted like a dog turd. <laughs> like, it, it's one of those deals. Like, when I did smoke cigarettes, I mean, oh my God, like the best, but you get out of it and then all of a sudden it sucks. I, I bet you if I started drinking beer again right now, it, you know, right. all, all those things are acquired tastes coffee, yep. beer, yeah, whiskey, true. you know, they're all acquired tastes. Like, once you that's why I'm saying. you
1: got to play through the pain for five, six days. By the <laughs> end of the week, down. all
0: of a sudden, you're a coffee drinker.
1: Well, and then, I got Kendall to grow drinking coffee. And, and somebody and somebody was just like, well, maybe if you add some like creamer and sugar to it. And it's like, well, then it's not coffee. Yeah, anymore. then it ain't coffee. You're just, I mean, yeah, might as well just drink creamer and sugar. Right. It's like, no. okay. Like, if I want to drink coffee, I, I mean, I want something that's going to. Straight I black. Yeah.
0: Straight black mule kick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of coffee. The coffee we had was Freedom Brew, and uh, our good news stories are brought to you by Freedom Brew. Uh, Once again, we cannot say thank you to Austin and Brianna uh, enough. Saturday morning on our way up to the Ice Mm -hmm. Institute, we go wheeling in there. You got yourself a hot cocoa or was it an apple cider? I got a hot chocolate. You got a hot chocolate? I, I say got hot
1: chocolate. Hot cocoa sounds like a little kid. I got a hot chocolate. Yeah, damn hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit was way hot. Yeah. <laughs> it was boiling hot chocolate. I even felt no some little on kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> better not go down that road. Okay. But uh, um, whatever the case, uh, uh, freaking Austin's in there grinding up beans for us, and we're freaking. He bags up a bunch of. Uh, individual loads for 40 cup coffee maker, and and we're getting caramel fraps and and hot chocolates, boiling hot chocolates, yeah, and uh, um. God dang it! I, I like we're we just walk we walk right into yeah. that damn place like we, and we're just hanging out like we are a raz- son of a gun.
1: You're razzing people that are ordering up. And somebody <laughs> yeah. come rolling up and ordered some guy ordered something with like pumpkin something or other like that and you asked. Was you, I? Yeah, you asked, it came with a purse. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That was Bowman. That was yeah. Bowman. I can give hey. him that one. And right on. away it was like I don't think he knew who was in there at first. He's like, yep. it's not for me. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. sure it's not.
0: Yeah, Picks Hicks comes yep. rolling up. Mm. Uh, Picks Hicks came from way down by clear lake iowa and i think he went to the ellsworth locker best locker in the area then i think he went to uh god i think he went to a donut place and then i think he went to freedom brew and then he finally made his way into uh um into the ice institute but uh he just kind of hit all the spots he on the did. way in but uh, uh so we gave him a little hell too he was wearing a cowboy hat and you know why not I guess right <laughs> heading west so yeah. you might as well Yep. but uh, um good yeah I good guess news uh, stories let uh, me go first yeah what I told you what I was gonna say what the hell was that gonna be I already oh, talked about my brother shooting that deer what was my good oh, new story Sawyer oh yeah yeah yep Sawyer Hansen, uh listener of our podcast longtime listener of our podcast um I think that this is the second year that that we've seen him and that we've uh, hung out and talked to him but uh I think it's his neighbor kid and and I'm don't quote me on that but uh, Sawyer Hansen a fellow dirtbag listener of this show two years in a row has just brought his neighbor kid uh, I don't know, 12, 13, 14-year-old dude. And, you know, I think they just go out and have a dude's trip, you know, just so. Sawyer and, and his neighbor dude, and uh, uh, they come to the Ice Institute, spend some money, talk smart, and I, I liked that kid. So did I, How yes. many times did we ask kids this, like, we we'd have young dudes in the – in the booth and i was like hey you want a girlfriend and you know just kind of razzing them <laughs> you know giving them hell and whatnot and every single one if we said well if i got you a girlfriend right now what would you do for your first date, ba- date? date. Yep. every single one of
1: them i suppose take them ice, ice fishing, fishing. <laughs> yeah. yeah yep, <laughs> yep. that's a, that's how you become a dad though yep. yep some of them got some hats and we told them oh you better yeah. careful yep. walk around here with that hat on yep you're gonna have more girlfriends than you know what to do with <laughs> that's them. right
0: that's right. But uh hats off to Sawyer, uh good dude and, and uh just uh, I, I like uh I like seeing him get a get a guy out there, uh, um you know, introducing Mentoring him. That, yeah, yeah, you mentors. know. And I, I don't know what that kid's situation. That doesn't mean that he's coming from uh uh from from a household that uh you know that there's no guidance or, or nothing like that, but I, I I think it'd be safe to assume that maybe his parents aren't aren't outdoorsy people. You know, just whatever, probably spectacular parents, just not into the outdoors. But uh, obviously, the kid wants to be, yeah. and and Sawyer's going to be that uh, that channel for him to to get out there and and hopefully he makes a lifelong outdoorsman out of him. Uh, you know, I think that there's that's one thing that needs to be said once in a while though too, is uh, you know everyone. Everyone uh, talks about, you know, getting new people and everything like you have to, in order for any activity to survive, whether it be fishing, hunting, uh, you know, whatever golf, you have to get new people you do. recruited to do that, but you have to get them to stay. Yep. And, and, you know, Sawyer's doing that with this kid. He's, he's introducing it to him but now this kid's got a dude that that is going to continue to to talk to him about it sometimes yeah. that's all you need you know yeah, hey you haven't been right. having any luck lately and and you you got to have that and so
1: hats off to hats off to sawyer uh, way badass that really is i mean that it was really cool uh mine well just to jump off of last week uh our f- football team here in town is going to play for the state title on friday so we're going to be going down to that uh, i think you and you guys are too yep uh, yep going to get up early they play like 10 o'clock on friday morning down in cedar Falls, so it's going to be a nice long drive but worth it and hopefully they can come home with a- another state title for the school yeah that'd be badass way badass yeah, uh, yeah, I would i mean like i've said before it's been fun to see their progression from ever since they were in middle school all the way up to now especially those seniors so hopefully they can go out on top, and they play a really tough Williamsburg team. Uh, two of the the two best teams in the state are definitely in the state championship game. So yep, I guess we'll see where where it all falls on Tuesday morning or on Friday morning. Yep, will be cool. Uh, um, you know, Centraline got the win over uh, Odie
0: Bold Arthur, Battle Creek, Ida Grove, and and I mentioned it last week, but uh, OABCIG's head coach's son. Is actually a dirt bag. Yep, and uh, he actually swung by the booth on Friday night. We got a chance to meet him, shake his hand, and whatnot. And uh, uh, cool dude, there, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, if if it wasn't going to be Central Line, I'd I'd hope for for uh, uh, Creighton's sake. I, I'd hope it'd be them, just because um, you know he just just a good dude. You know, there there wasn't any ill will there. It was nope. just you know just some football fans and some fishing fans getting together and and BSing and uh so whatever uh appreciate Creighton swinging into the booth also uh um you know obviously it's easier to to say it on this side after 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 a win win, right uh, but no um, it was very nice to meet him and yep no doubt so um yeah you know one 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 thing that I did want to say obviously tonight we didn't have a guest but uh uh, the coolest part about the Ice Institute was was Matt and I really had a chance to to get together and shake hands and and you know we had a lot of people where it was like you know hey you know what we have kind of been thinking about getting you on the podcast and and uh, uh, I, I definitely think that we've got our best foot forward on on starting that uh, with with a lot of
1: people uh, you know it, it's, it's one thing one, to, to fire yeah, off a Facebook message yeah, just to somebody say but that. And you know then now now that these guys like they're like oh yeah we've heard of you guys yeah, and now they've yep. got to meet us and hopefully if we try to get in contact with them they don't block our number or, right, or, right. <laughs> or ignore and, us and they probably like, have after they <laughs> after they met us i was like especially after not we, a chance especially after we emceed their you know their we seminars. took it easy on everyone we, we took did. it easy I, on everyone I, we, I, I really looking back at it i should what i should have done with merwin i was is, so disappointed i was that a, i was really disappointed bring in on myself. that one i was gonna i should have said you know introduced him to scott merwin and all this stuff and his seminar today was going to be on why bass fishing is the dominant fishing like so much better than walleye and stuff like that he hates ice fishing because he can't target
0: bass as well
1: he can't throw a frog (laughs) how to target bass in the winter months (laughs) that's right so that's a seminar right there uh but
0: all right guys uh we appreciate you tuning in this week no pizza review this week we're gonna week. get to this yep.
1: one uh, we're gonna get to the one next week and yep it's yep i be got awesome. a yachty coming uh um
0: yeah it's crazy that i i literally think that i've gone like 10 days without a frozen pizza i know i can try to get the twitching. shakes yeah <laughs> i can see you twitching i'm a looking bit. gant, ain't I? <laughs> You i can't uh, but all right guys uh, that is episode 195 we appreciate you guys tuning in and we will see you next week on episode 196 <laughs> later